to uh, episode three of Secrets of a Real Estate Entrepreneur. I uh, hope you all had a good weekend. Um, mine was pretty low key for the most part. Nice change of pace for me, as I'm usually uh, on the go 24-7. Uh, I had some family in town on Saturday, which was nice to catch up with them. And um, then Sunday I went for a hike in the White Mountains in New Hampshire, so that was pretty cool. I have a pretty busy week ahead. A uh, bunch of different projects going on right now. But I'm really excited about my new condo conversion project I have going on Munjoy Hill in Portland. I've been waiting on the permit now for a long time from the city, so I'm really excited to get that going. Uh, that's a two unit uh, that I'm adding on a three, adding on another unit to make it three uh, like super high-end condos. So they're going to be amazing. Really excited to get that going. The format's pretty simple. Um, pretty much just send me a message um, on my social media platforms, and then I'll answer them here every week. And I have John back here with me again this week to ask me um, five questions that people have submitted. What's going on, everyone? I have uh, five questions that Nick and I uh, received, or Nick received this week. And uh, the first one is from Pablo Otten Walden Jr. Uh, he's really interested in getting into real estate, but he's wondering kind of what the path is or the best path for him. And he's specifically asking if you think that becoming a real estate agent and then taking those commissions and reinvesting them is a good way for him to go to kind of break into the market. What do you think about that? I think that's a pretty good strategy um, to learn the market uh, more than anything and get a good income coming in. Um, some of the greatest knowledge you can learn is your local market and what homes are selling for. Um, you have to have those numbers right from the beginning to be successful. And I see a lot of people starting out, that's kind of how they fail. They, they kind of shoot for the stars, thinking their property is worth more than it really is. And ultimately, that comes out of the bottom line, you know, when you're selling something. So, um, and it goes the other way too. You got to make sure you're buying right. So, and I really, I wouldn't mind seeing more people start out this way. I think it's a good way for you to learn. But keep in mind, that should only be used in the beginning to learn and gain capital Going forward, you know, you want to get out of that to maximize um, your leverage of your time and freedom that I talk so much about. And then kind of his follow-up question is, if you could do it over again, you know, how would you start? What would your first job be? What's a good break-into job for the real estate market? Sure. You know, other than, get, other than getting your license that we spoke about, I think that's not a bad way. I think that's, that's smart. One thing that I would do, even if it's not a job per se, is I would try to get even an internship with other local investors or developers in your area. You know, people that you you admire, that you look up to. You know, just try to spend some time with them, see what they're doing. Um, and that's something that's just, you know, you can't put a price on that. You, know, you can learn so much, you know, just of how they run their organization. So I think that's, that's a really good way. And that's kind of why I started that My Life uh, vlog that I'm doing now, so people can see what I'm doing. I think that's a good way to do it. And also, it's kind of how I started, I think it's a good way is to really get out there in the field and learn the trades. You know, that hands-on experience, you know, um, is something that's, that's really valuable too. Get out there and swing a hammer. Learn what it takes, you know. Get a little sweat going. Learn all, every aspect of construction so you know what it takes and you, you, you have that knowledge. So the second question that we have here is from MPS Muda. He is really interested in getting involved into real estate and he's just wondering, you know, the recommendations. What, how, how should he break in? Get started, yeah. Um, I seem like I, I get that question quite a bit. So before buying anything, you know, you really got to learn everything you can. You got to learn your craft. Um, you know, 
when I started off, I mean, I read every book I get my hands on. You know, you know, now you can watch YouTube videos. You know, buy some courses. Um, nothing really beats that knowledge. So, other than the, the basic understanding of investing and learning everything you can, it's about relationships. So, um, those two, two of the biggest relationships I think you should make coming out of the gate, getting started, is with real estate investors, people that you can get some hard money from, and real estate agents. Um, you know, those two key people right there, you want to have in your back pocket from the beginning. So, um, you know, you want to network with some investors that can loan you some money and then, you know, some agents that will help you learn the market and, you know, what stuff is buying, is you can buy for and sell for. I'm sure a lot of people are interested in, like, how do you connect with investors? What would you suggest? How can people reach out to investors or get to know investors in their area what's a good technique for that yeah so when i say investors i'm kind of mean like like hard money lenders is kind of what i mean by this um and by that term it's just it's essentially just in a, in a um you know someone's acting as a bank you know there's someone out there a private person that has some money you know maybe they're retired now maybe they just got a bunch of money in their 401k and they want to use that you know real estate agents will know some people and just talk to some local mortgage brokers. Um, most of those people will know some people that are hard money lenders because those are the kind of people that you want to use when you have to get creative. So they they have those contacts as well. You just do a Google search, you know, because it's something as easy as that as well. So, you know, just ask around, look around. They're out there for sure. Um, maybe, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit before, maybe trying to put together a list for people of these these lenders so maybe that's something that i can come up with here in the future as well and have you the relationships that you've established with these people you know how beneficial have those been for you are you still using these people yeah it's, it's been it's been crucial for me um you know that's when my business really took off is you know when i when i started making you know this relationship with this this lender that i have now and I've only ever used one lender since I since I started. I made that really good relationship, um, and that's what it's all about. So now I can just call this person up and say, "I have this deal. I need this much money," and it, it's go. You know what I mean? So once you establish and once they trust you and they you know what you're capable of, that's when it gets easy. So you got to think of these as long term relationships. And do you think that's normal, or do you think you got kind of lucky? It was just stumbling on this one guy. Um. I don't think it's lucky. I think if you work hard and, and you're out there hustling and you show me you can do and you prove yourself, like I don't, I don't do any deals that are like super slim, you know. So he has to worry about um, his money being at risk. Um, and also now I'm at a point where I always have a lot of skin in the game too. I put my own money in, so it's kind of a mutual thing. And how important is that to? you know, put that skin in the game. Is that really important for a lot of investors? They want to see you putting that capital in Yeah, when well? you're starting out, I don't, you know, they kind of realize when you're starting out, you don't have a whole lot, but they're going to want you to put something in. I mean, you got to, other than just your time, they need you to have something on the line for sure. So I think it, I think it is important. I mean, every, every lender is going to be different. They ultimately look at the deal. They want to make sure the numbers are right. They want to make sure that the profit's there. Um, cause that's their, that's how they make money. You know what I mean? If something happens to you, they essentially take over the property. And follow up question to that kind is what, how should you present the deal to them? Is it, 
you know, just showing them the numbers? Is it like a full presentation? I guess it's all different for different people, but what yeah. should you kind of expect to sure. present to someone? Once again, most lenders will tell you what they're looking for. I wouldn't say you need a full portfolio, um, but if you're just starting out and this person doesn't know you, I mean, you want, like anything, you want to you want to sell yourself. Um, you want to be organized. So put together something nice. Put together showing what the property is. Put together some comps of what you think it'll sell for. Put together a spreadsheet of all your costs that you're going to have into this. You know, showing your, your, your margins. Um, you know, all the upfront work that you would do anyways to make sure to qualify this deal, you want to give to him. And if you don't have those numbers ahead of time, you shouldn't be doing this anyways. Going on, uh, this is another question here. This is from Chris Lutz. Uh, he is also really interested in investing in real estate. He is currently in a job, but when he retires, he would really like to, you know, fully engage in, in doing some real estate deals. And he's really wondering, you know, if there's any specific books that you'd recommend for beginners. Uh, sure. Um, I like uh, a good book. It's kind of starting out kind of is the millionaire real estate investor by Gary Keller. Um, Gary Keller is a really smart guy. He's the one that uh, formed uh, Keller Williams uh, Real Estate. So um, really smart. He has an eye on the ball, and I respect everything he has to say. So he has a couple of good books, and I like that one a lot. Um, it kind of puts a, kind of a, a system together. I'm a system kind of guy. I like to have everything in order, and he kind of lays that out for you. So I think that's a good book. And Confessions of a Real Estate Entrepreneur is a little bit more advanced. But I like that one as well because it kind of opens up your mind to the possibilities of larger scale projects. Essentially, that's just interviewing some of the most successful real estate investors in the country and showing them some some projects that they've done. So you get to kind of see behind the scenes of that. So I like those books uh, for sure. Um, but if, probably as many of you know, if you follow me, I'm really big on on reading. And I try to read a book a week if I can. Um, at a minimum, I read a chapter every morning um, on a mor my morning ritual. But So I would encourage him to, other than real estate books, to even open up in other aspects of self-development books, you know, goal setting or marketing or, you know, whatever he's interested in and kind of dig into those as well. And he had a second uh, part question as well, and that's just, what profit margins do you look for on a spec house? Sure. So and that really depends on the scope of the project and the size and where you are in the country. I mean, that's going to vary greatly depending on where you are. You know, if you're here in Maine or, or if you're in San Francisco, those numbers are hugely different. So, uh, but a general rule of thumb is like a 20% is what lenders mostly want to see. So kind of keep that in mind. Um, and it's kind of interesting. He asked about a spec house because um, that's really what I'm focusing on right now um, in, in my business. Uh, basically, because with that, I get to control the cost. And I know almost down to the dollar um, how much I'll make on a property before I'm starting. So there's very little unknowns on like a flip house with a lot of variables that can that can go back and forth. You know, with a, with a flip house, let's say you need to replace the roof and the septic system and you didn't realize that before you purchased it, that could eat up your entire profit margin. Um, without With a spec house, you know, I know all those numbers up front and there's very little variables. Um, and I can even possibly sell the property, you know, before I start it. So um, that's kind of why I'm focusing on those right now. And just going back to flip homes, 
a little do you find i know you've done a ton of flip homes do you still find even now you still you know get caught in things that you didn't think were going to happen oh, i get caught my pants down all the time um you never know um it's it's one of those businesses where no matter how much you do there's going to be variables um but that's why you have to buy right i don't buy any flip houses anymore that don't have a, a really nice profit margin built in because there's always things that come up in I like to be there all the time, so I got to figure out my time of how much time I'm going to be spending there, and coming up with ideas to maximize, um, you know, the deal. You know, there's always ways to to you know kind of tweak it and ideas to you know get a couple extra bucks here if I do this. Um, but for me, it's you know now my time's valuable, so I got to make sure that I'm figuring all that in. Switching gears here a little bit. This is a question that. You know, I came up with today. I think it's an important question. And I just want to know how you kind of speculate on the temperature of the market. What do you look for? Is there current events or anything like that that you, know, you pay attention to that kind of dictates where you think the market's going? Sure. Um, current events are, are really important to kind of predict the future. And I'm, I'm really looking you know, to the future right now and, and what's going on in the world and what I think is going to happen six months, a year from now. Um, but to, to assess the current market, um, the easiest way is you know to see you know how long the average property is on the is listed for at any given time. You know what's that average time? Usually, if it's under thirty days, it's a pretty hot market for selling. Um, also, if I see like a lot of down down arrows, a lot of people dropping their prices, I know it's the opposite. The market's cooling. So those are kind of a, a couple easy ways to tell. And then another way is to you know look at the inventory. So if it's a lower than average inventory, it's most likely there's high demand, which will drive the prices up. And if there's you know um, more homes on the market than normal, that'll usually drive the prices down. So there's a couple a couple ways to assess the market, and that's you know a couple ways that I use. And in kind of our home market right now, what are you kind of seeing right now? Uh, right now, things have been you know really hot, low inventory, um, and the, the prices have been going up. But as of lately, the past probably month or so, there's been a lot of down arrows, kind of going into the new year. So I'm I'm keeping a close eye on that because I think the prices are going to start going down significantly in the future. Um, you know that's why I'm not really buying anything right now for long term. I'm gonna let those prices go down, uh, then I'll start scooping some stuff up. Is your favorite market an up market or a down market? Um, I think you can make money really in in any market. Um, personally, I like the down market. You know, it's been hot for a while. I'm ready for a cool off. I'm ready to start buying some stuff. Awesome. <laughs> uh, those are the questions that we had or that I had for you today, and the people that uh, sent requests in for information. Again, guys, thanks for sending in the questions. I'm happy to ask Nick these questions for you. So don't be afraid to ask him on his social media profiles. Yeah, hit me up for sure. Any questions that you have, um, I'm happy to answer for you. So um, just send me a DM, you know, whatever it takes. Um, and I'll be sure to answer it here for you next week.